I need to move on. I need to record. LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead review, episode 114. Today's episode is The Walking Dead 808. It, how it's gotta be. How it's gotta be. Uh, that fucking song. Anyway, uh, uh, fucking Christ, guys. Today, I, I was, I was, I announced on LIW, The Twilight Zone review, uh, episode 311, I think. That's the title of the episode of The Twilight Zone, not the number we were on. I think it was number 83 for us. Really confusing when you do show, show reviews because your numbers are all the fuck over the place. Anyway, doesn't matter. I announced I was going to do one Twilight Zone episode per day until I got caught up. And uh, I was really reluctant today. I've been severely fucking out of it all goddamn day. I uh, First thing today, I woke up. I'm gonna, This will be real quick. Don't worry. I got up today and I was like... It's gonna be a good day, and I and I and I might might have moderately used my AK, but I was like, it's still gonna be a good day, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna push forward anyway. Uh, no, I got up today, got out of bed, and then I was like, I'm gonna help my dog Pollux out of bed. He's been he jumped up to the bed last night, which is weird, and and the reason that's weird is because in the last I don't know six days now, maybe five days. He, when I got him in 2013, he's Pollock's studio dog. He was named after the first episode of LIW's uh, Loitering Wonderland we've ever done, a face-off. I named him Pollock's Troy after after Caster Troy, Nick Cage's brother, Pollock's Troy, because Pollock seemed like he knew what the fuck was going on, like way more involved than, than a dog should when we were bringing him home. And I was like, he's got like a Pollock's Troy disease going on, so we named him that. And that's been his name ever since, name ever since, and, and he's a Pollock's studio dog. But he always had a dusting of, you could tell he's, I was like, he's going to have cataracts one day. He, he's got that little, little dusting, like you could barely, barely tell. And then it, seriously, in the last five days, it has gone from a, a dusting to full on uh, creamy milk center of his, of his nougaty eye. And he is just blind as shit. And he cannot operate. He can't move around the house. He's, he's doing his best. You know, I, I really am proud of him. He He finds his way outside. Once he's outside, he, he'll just kind of sit there. If it's dark out, he's fine because the sun doesn't blast that milky white creamy stuff. And isn't, that sounds disgustingly sexual. It, it doesn't blast it out. It doesn't blow out his eyesight. So he's, he can see in the in the dark. But that's really about it. He's got like a weird superpower. And, and uh, Anyway, he jumped up on the bed last night. And then this morning, I was like, I don't want him to have to jump down because he can't really. He doesn't know where the ground is. So he just, I feel so bad for him. I'm like, I'm going to help him out. But you know that thing where you. You use your legs to lift. Uh, I didn't do that because I was I was up against the bed trying to pull them out, so I couldn't really bend my legs because there's nowhere for my legs to bend because I'm in front of the bed. And I went to go pick them up. I got them about three inches up, and then I pulled the fucking muscle in my back. And then it's been it's been like 15 hours now, and it's it's just gone from bad to worse. It's just it's out. It's gone. I've been laying in bed all day watching the It's Gary Shanley show. Highly recommend that. It's a fucking amazing show. I haven't seen it forever. Love that goddamn show, and now I have to talk about a show I don't love. Uh, but but the I've been you know laying on a heating pad all day, trying to get it better, doing stretches and stuff. It's getting better, but really slowly. Where was I going with this? I don't even know. Uh, then and then I pulled the back um, pulled the back muscle, and then I we we had a meeting today for uh, to tour Sneaky Big Studios in Scottsdale, here in Arizona. 
I went there. I was so fucking out of it because my back hurt so bad. And to drive for like 35 minutes to get there. And then I, and we start touring the place. I, I have no questions because my mind is not on the studio at that point. But I'm really th- I'm taking it all in at the same point. At the same time, I mean. And, and I'm really trying to focus on what I need to remember for later. Awesome fucking studio. If, if you're ever out here, go tour it. Why not? It's fun. It's a great studio. Uh, I, I'm really excited. We have a project coming up late this year, early next year gonna start shooting it's it's a serious project it's gonna be a little different than what we're normally done gonna take it seriously not announcing anything right now just kind of laying out what i did today uh toured the place went home laid on the fucking heating pad watched this gary shanley show all day all day i watched an entire season today and that's all i've done and, uh, and i watched this episode of twilight zone no whoa 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 this episode of uh, the walking dead excuse me i'm so used to doing the other show and i watched this last night and i was like i'm too tired i'm gonna work on the script for this thing i'm doing and i'll get around to this tomorrow i watched this last night like i said today fuck it i i haven't been feeling like it but i guess i'm just gonna do the push through to the podcast so if i'm a little more angry than usual that's what's going on my fucking back is killing me right now i've already had back surgery in my 20s so uh, any back problems, which immediately pisses me right off because I'm like, I paid my dues. I already got my fucking surgery. I'm done. I don't want to do any more. It just sucks. It, it sucks. Um, blame it on age. Blame whatever the fuck you want to. I don't care. I just made a bad decision not to bend at my legs at all and just lift a hundred, hundred, who knows how many pound dog up without bending. Not a good idea. No matter what your age, terrible fucking idea. I didn't. I just eventually just brought the bed over to the his bed over to the side of my bed and was like, just jump on this. I'm not fucking. I can't. I want to. I want to tear up and cry. What the fuck happened? It. It was so quickly. It's weird because when you pull a muscle in your back, there's not like a. I think I did. I fuck up my like if you shoot too many basketball shots and you're like i think my fucking elbow like hours later but with a back one you're like and the back's out okay man days ruined maybe even tomorrow fuck it's immediate you know it's immediate you know how long it's going to take you know it's going to suck for a while you see a lot of pain in your future if you have to drive a car getting in and out of the car is the worst so i've elected to just walk to the store today and and i've done it a couple times fuck it it's just this is my day and and speaking of my day being shitty here we go the walking dead 808 how it's got to be and apparently how it's got to be is severe lower back pain and this one begins with more rick staring at nothing at the end of the last episode he's staring at the sniper rifle at the zombies how they're inside the sanctuary and he's like oh my god and then this one begins the same fucking thing and then it's like flashbacks of him and Carl walking around talking about helping people. And I, the reason I saved that guy, uh, that is because I, I had to save him. You you don't understand. I had to save him. Uh, I'm Carl Grimes. I'm, I'm Little Ricky. Little Ricky should be his name. I think I'm going to call him that from now on because that did amuse the fuck out of me right there. Uh, Little Ricky is telling Big Ricky about how to how to save people. And how he's a great hero, and maybe this is what we need to learn, and this is how it's going to be from now on, and uh, maybe we can avoid all the... Blah, 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 who fucking cares? Hippie, dippy, talk. And then Rick is running around with the trash queen and her people, and I was like, why the fuck is he with them? Because the second shit starts hitting the fan, they, they abandon him, and he's by himself. And then Carol rushes in and saves him, and because they're getting shot at by somebody, I don't know who. And then... Uh, I don't, I don't fucking even know what this note means. I do know what it means, but I don't know what it means. Oh, it's it's Carl and Ricky. Little Ricky and Carl. No, little Ricky and Rick. There we go. Talking about how 
you know, we're gonna move on with Negan. We're gonna keep him alive. Hint, hint at the comic. And then Rick's like, "What are we gonna do? Fucking pick strawberries with Negan?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, that'd be funny." That and, and Carl's like, "Maybe this is how it's gotta be." I'm like, "Ah, oh, I get the titular line out of the way right away." And, and unlike the last episode, the trash queen said, "Uh, time for after at the very end." Where the fuck that meant? So how it's gotta be is time for after. I think we all know what that means. You, you know, I don't need to explain that any further, right? Because that, cause that's a thing. Anyway, there's a slow motion shot of like each character, like out of nowhere, to, like each character doing like a little turn to the camera. The end of Donnie Darko. If you've seen Donnie Darko, the end of Donnie Darko. That's what they're fucking doing. And they're all around me are familiar Rick Grimes, Maggie Green, and Michonne and Carol, and Rosita and Dr. Eugene, Tara Chambler, Father Gabriel. And this is all these fucking characters just like slowly looking off and looking at the camera. And who fucking cares? I don't. It's like they're doing the, the, the all is lost moment in a script. Whenever you have a script and there's like a third, a three act script, at the end of the second act, you got to have that all is lost moment where, oh, they're fucked. What are they going to do? Oh, nothing is working out the way they think. But wait, there's another third of the movie coming up where they can resolve it. Oh, they did. Isn't that great? That sure was for nothing then. This is what they're doing right here. It's, it just goes on and they keep, they keep doing it throughout this, this episode. It just doesn't end. This whole episode. Remember the first episode of the season when they did it? And they had that whole uh, Rick Grimes, and he's got the the new baby, and the baby's not new baby. Uh, Judith is like a year old, and the, the fucking or how the fuck old she is. And Rick's got his little his little walker. He's got his cane, and his legs broken, and it's all shattered. And then ah, who fucking cares? And then uh, they show Carl, uh, Ricky Junior, and uh, little Ricky. And I call him. I already forgot. He he's sitting in a corner of a room, and he's writing a note to some to his dad, I think. And then he's like. Dear Dad, and I'm like, does fucking losing an eye make you write like a four year old, or does that like when you leave at school at third grade, does it do that? Because that's technically about when he left school. But still, by third grade, I mean my penmanship's terrible because I'm supposed to be left handed, but I decided to write left right handed, even though my arm was broken in first and third grade. But I realized writing left handed fucking sucks because it smears everything. So I was like, I'm just gonna go righty, even though I'm not supposed to. So my hang uh, taking me out of the equation here. Other kids knew how to write by third grade. Knew how to write after first grade and uh, not the greatest penmanship but you could you could you could figure it out so i think it's him him being out of practice but oh, i couldn't decide if they're doing that or like his eyeball being missing makes his death perception you don't really need death perception to write in a flat plane but well whatever anyway aaron and uh, oh no, no no before i move on hold the fuck on uh, hold, hold the horses phoenix uh talked about a third person right there anyway uh my point was when when he starts writing this goddamn letter and then the beginning oh sentence that he had or, or conversation he had with with uh, Big Ricky about like maybe this is how it's got to be dad you know and this is what we're going to do and then he's writing a letter and I was like this is like a suicide note like a, like a dear John letter I don't know what the fuck he's doing with this letter and I was like oh Carl's not going to live through this episode oh okay and, and spoiler alert for this episode he he doesn't really. He kind of does. I don't I don't know what you want to go with that, but I was just amazed. And the part that amazed me was like, oh fuck, they're gonna do that, aren't they? And then you know, by the time I get to the end, I'm like, oh, he got bit. Okay. And, but I, what I, the part that amazed me was 
Nobody on Facebook ruined this for me. Nobody on Twitter ruined it for me. Nobody on any social media ruined it for me. And I'm like, people have checked the fuck out of this show. Everyone I know has stopped watching the show. And to the point where people who were like fanatics that were like defended the show to the end, I would bring up the show to them and they go, yeah, I kind of stopped watching. And I'm like, everybody, I don't know one person who actually watches this show all the way through anymore. It's goddamn terrible. This episode aside... Because I announced at the beginning of this season how this is going to work. First episode is going to be good. You're going to have one good one in the middle. And then the last episode of, this, of the half season is going to be good. It's going to come back. It's going to do a summarization where they're going to skip what happened in the last episode. Just to, just to fool you to think they're going to do something else. Then they'll kind of hint on it. And then the last episode of the season has got to be good because they had to keep you watching next season every fucking year. Anyway, this is what happened in this episode. This episode's pretty good. It's, it, it has all the characters in it. And, and instead of just having all the characters in all the episodes, they decided last episode, let's have it on a fucking Dr. Eugene Porter, everyone's favorite molded hero. He's our main character. Oh, isn't he the best to watch around and mumble the characters about indecisions and things, and, and you don't know what he's saying because he's just mumbling. Anyway, instead of doing spreading out the fucking plot through the goddamn series, uh, through the fucking season, they're like, let's have one character, let's have terror talk to a lesbian coven in the woods. Oh, isn't that great? Can't you just spread that out? Can't you just write better? I don't get it. I don't know. I feel like you're being restrained by yourselves at this point. Anyway, nobody's goddamn watching the show anymore, from what I can tell. I haven't heard one person, I had one guy at work be like hounding me to watch the last couple of episodes of the first half season. And I was like, yeah, I'll get around to it. And that's when I decided I'm probably done with the show. And then I was like, don't spoil it for me, though. And nobody did. Nobody did spoil it. But I still caught on because they fucking nail it into you really fucking hard that Carl is not long for this world. It, is, it drives me goddamn nuts. And then we see Aaron and Enid. Uh, they're driving around. They find a brewery. They're fucking sleeping outside of it for some reason. And then they see someone sneaking around. They go out. And then someone's holding Aaron with a gun to his head. And then Enid shoots him without looking. Ends up being the grandma of the wood lesbians uh, from that Tara was visiting before. And then we all know and love them. And then they capture Enid and Aaron. And then we literally don't see them again. As far as I could tell, I don't remember seeing them again. They're just captured. Why show it? I really. I mean, I don't get why you showed it. I mean, it was like an hour episode. It was longer than normal. It seems like an easy scene to cut. You can show in the next episode or something. You know, maybe just push that aside or put that in the episode with Eugene because. Break up the Eugene scenes or something like that. Anyway, uh, Negan shows up at, at Alexandria, and then he's like. He's doing his, like, fucking propaganda, like, Citizens of Alexandria, give up Rick and you'll all live, or we'll burn the shit out of you. And then Carl's like, we gotta get the hell out of here, get these guys out of here, I'll talk to him. And then they show Carl, or Carl, too many Carl Carols. Uh, Well, luckily after this, I don't have to worry about Carl. So, Carol's car, she's driving, has a couple main characters in it. They get hit, they get T-boned. Like, in every movie that you see where they're, like, doing a side-by-side, and it seems like, Everything's going great. Oh, my goodness. And then you see that angle where it's from the passenger seat's point of view looking directly to the profile shot of the driver, and the driver looks at the profile, at the, the, the camera, and they're like, I love you. And then you just know a fucking, a fucking semi-truck is going to come from the other direction and T-bone the motherfucker. And that, this is what happened here. They did it quick, though, they didn't, and it wasn't really that cliche, but it happens. And then... 
they just cut away, and then they show fucking Ezekiel the Sad King. Is that that's his king name? Ezekiel the Sad. He's just sitting there like on a stage and moping. He's like, Ezekiel, and then the fucking the the saviors come in, and then he runs off. He's Ezekiel the the quick, Ezekiel the lightning. He he goes from sad to to fleeing in, in, in an instant. Drops on a dime. This guy. Or, or a pence, or whatever the fuck he would use with a stupid fucking accent that he's using, like, old-timey England. Yes! I run, I turn on a pence! Yes! Oh, oh, destroy Gotham! Yes! Anyway, uh, this, uh, Jesus and Maggie are driving. Uh, this is all, this episode is gonna be hard to describe, because it really does have all the characters, so when I describe it, it's like, it makes it good to watch. But not so much to describe because I'm just all the fuck over the place with these characters. Ezekiel and Dry, no, 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 Jesus and Maggie are driving. Yep. And then they see a tree in the road and they're like, that tree wasn't there. Why is that tree there? Maybe it just fell naturally. Oh, that's what are the odds of that? Oh, no, no, no. And then back, back and forth banter. And then they're like, oh, we better turn around. And then all of a sudden Simon arrives. And then we cut away from there. And like I said, going to be a lot of going back and forth because it's just cutting. Oh, here's some. Oh, no, cut. Carl walks out. Excuse me, I had the burp there. I'm drinking a. I'm drinking a vanilla crown royal and crown royale whatever you call it and the the cheapest cherry coke i could find it's not coke it's cherry like rc cola or some shit it's all they had at the gas station again i had the walk so what i got stuck with was fucking cherry rc cola and it and for how much i paid for the uh, crown royale or crown royal i don't really don't know which one it is i don't on the top of my head it kind of ruins it this fucking cheap soda. Uh, numbs the pain, though, of my back and The Walking Dead. Would I rather be bit by a real zombie or continue watching The Walking Dead? That's a real tough dilemma. That's what they're really making you focus on in this show. They really bring out those questions in you. Anyway, Carl walks out on the top of the ledge, and he's like, Hey, Negan, kill me. If it ends this, kill me. Leave everybody else alone. And Negan's like, You're ballsy, kid. I like you. I don't want to bomb this place. Bring Rick out. Rick's not here. And they're the same voice. Oh, Rick's not here. Okay, where's Rick? Rick is not here. Uh, where is he? I don't know. Where is he? I don't know. Okay, kill me. Why would I kill you? Why not? If it ends this, why not kill me? Okay, I'll kill you. What the fuck are we talking about? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Again, really hinting hard that Carl is not long for this world. And, and thank Christ. I, not for, I like the actor just fine. Chandler Riggs is fine. It's just, I don't want to watch him become an adult in the show. It's a little weird. Maybe he made the right decision here, kind of bowing out of the show. I don't know why he did that or who chose that, but maybe it's for the best because soon he's going to be a fucking adult. It's really what's going to happen here. It's going to be really strange. It's like watching Glenn become a man before our eyes, from pizza delivery guy to uh, to some guy who's barely in the show anymore before he died. Anyway, um, we finally get to see Negan. I've been, I've been clamoring for this for, for a season now of throwing their grenades over the, over the walls and blowing the hell out of Alexandria and blowing them up. And you see the church blow up and all this shit. But he's got like grenade launchers instead of chucking them over. Eh, whatever. I got, what I, I got what I wanted. They did it in a little different way. That's to be expected. I'm fine with it. Not complaining at all. Um, we really, really did enjoy it. Oh man, it was so much fun. Uh, I could have focused more on it and maybe had some of our characters there instead of an empty fucking town. But whatever, I got it. I, I can't. I shan't. I shan't complain. I shan't waste a complaint on this. 
I shan't voice a complaint on this. There's... I'm going to speak like Ezekiel for no reason. I just, I just, I got it. What, why am I unhappy? I'm, I just feel unfulfilled after watching it because he, he throws it. Oh, it's pitch black, first of all. He, it's pitch black. He shoots him over because Carl disappeared for, for some reason. And he's like, fuck this, blow him up anyway. And then they shoot him over. And we don't really see him land. We don't see any characters react because, again, everybody has fled. Everybody in Alexandria has fled already. And then we just see, like, kind of see buildings blow up. And if it weren't for the flames, we wouldn't see anything. So I, I didn't really care. It, it just was nothing. It, it were blowing up buildings that I couldn't tell what they were except for the church. And that was it. And the church I didn't care about. I, I, I don't really have, I, I don't know. Can't we see something? I, I, characters reacting, fleeing. I mean, if they're going to flee anyway, have them flee because of this. Have this be the reason they're fleeing. Have them go, fuck this. Let's get the fuck out of here. This is insane. That could be the motivation for them to flee. They don't have to already have been fled. Uh, they they it already. They've, they floated and and f- fleeted. Uh, the, the fled their... I'm done. Uh, they, they already left, is my point. What the fu- whatever. I, I got what I wanted, though. I should... I should... I just want to be happy when I'm not. That, that's not so much a show reference. That's just an overall life lesson. I should be happy, but I'm not. But then we're back for more Eugene drinking and thinking. And then that's it. I mean, I I, I guess he has more than that, but not until later. Uh, Dwight shows up. And he's driving, and he's like, they see the smoke canisters flying to the road. And he's like, the girl, the passenger girl, is like, you got to stop, you got to stop. And he's like, oh, yeah, one more moment, one more moment. And he keeps driving. They get out of the truck, and they all start shooting at the, the I forget who the fuck it was. Some, some of our main characters here were shooting at him. Uh, Rosita, Maggie? I don't know. Maybe not Maggie. Probably not Maggie. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I honestly don't know. Anyway, uh, and then Dwight fucking shoots all the saviors, except the girl. She comes up and shoots Dwight in the arm, and then she flees on foot, apparently. I, I wasn't looking. I missed it. He just says it, the line that she ran off. And I was like, okay, she ran off. I wasn't sure. I'm glad he said it because I didn't want to have to rewind. And I'm sure she wasn't going to about that fucking character whose name I do not know and will never know until they kill her. And then I'll deal with that when it comes. Anyway, uh, this is when we see Eugene again. And he's like, he lets the he lets the doctor and Gabriel go. And he's like, oh, I have dropped my key. I have dropped my key. Oh, no, I have dropped my key. I can't do my voice anymore. What was my voice for Eugene? Shit. Wrench for potato. I've dropped my key on the ground. That's why I got to tune. I got to tune in with my Billy Bob from uh, Sling Blade. I've dropped my key on the ground. Oh no! I guess I guess you're free to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he and he, that's it. I'm like, okay, what was that? And then Ezekiel is they're, they're hunting Ezekiel down inside uh, King Kingdom, and then he blows up some barrels, and then he gets on a bus, and I was like, what the fuck's happening? And everybody else gets on the bus, and they all flee. And then Carol shows up, and then Ezekiel shuts the gate on her, and he's like, see you later, bitch. And then he shuts the gate, and he faces all the, the saviors by himself. And, but then I was like, wait, Carol's here? Who the fuck hit him? Who the fuck hit Carol's car? She's just back? She's just here now? Why even include it? Honestly, if they just showed her driving off into the sunset and then show up here, I wouldn't have been like, wonder what happened to her between then and now. Because you know what? I'm still left with that question even more now. What happened to her after she got hit with that car? What the fuck happened? She's just magically arriving here 
and and just to hell with whoever hit him. Did I imagine it? Am I insane? Have I did I was I trying to create something to, that happened just to be entertained? Are you, am I not entertained? To answer Russell Crowe's question, I, am I entertained? Am I not entertained? Did I did I imagine it? I honestly don't know at this point, and I kind of don't care. Um, Maggie shows up at the hilltop after uh, they Simon or yeah Simon basically lets her go after she th- he threatens to blow up blow the brains out of that one dude. What's his name? Such a J, Jeremy, Jeff, Jack, Jew, Jew. Why did I say Jew? That's not a name. It's not a name at all. Anyway, uh, uh, I don't remember his name. The the big fat Samoan guy or Hawaiian guy, where the fuck he is. That dude, that little that gentle giant. That dude looks like a fucking sweetheart. They threaten to blow his brains out and put Maggie in a coffin and parade her around town and blah, 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 blah. She's like, oh, let me go. I'll just go back to the hilltop. And then she shows up at the hilltop and then she pulls out that dick saver that was fucking everybody over earlier. And she just blows his fucking brains out. And she's like, now we're even. They killed Neil. I'm like, who the fuck is Neil? Who the fuck is Neil? And, and I remember his name. I didn't even write it in my notes. I swear to Christ, the word Neil does not appear in my notes. I could be getting it wrong, but I don't think I am because I was like, who, who is Neil? I didn't see him kill anybody. Who? I don't know who Neil is. Am I supposed to be missing a character at this point? Am I supposed to feel sad? Am I supposed to feel anything? Cause I don't maybe maybe you should have killed the, the the fat Hawaiian guy, cause I know I recognize him. I don't remember his name, but I I recognize him. I, I don't know who the fuck Neil is. I have no idea. Anyway, um, th- they leave there, and then Rick and Negan get into a fight at, at in Rick's house, cause that's where Negan's waiting for him after he blew up the doors, and then he realized Carl fled on foot. And then, uh, yeah, there's, they get in a fight, and it's a pretty, it's a pretty short fight. They start punching each other, and then smashing stuff, and then, and Rick pulls a gun out, and then Negan throws him out a window, and a gunshot goes off, and I'm like, did Negan get shot? I don't know if Negan got shot or not. And Rick just runs off at the pussy he is, even though he has the fucking gun drawn, and he held, he held Lucille, and Negan's like, put her down. <laughs> so it was a really sloppy scene because they didn't want to kill any of the, either main, main character. Or, or severely injure them, so it was like kind of stupid, kind of necessary. It could have been more epic than it was. You know, had a reason for them to leave instead of "I'm through a window now, goodbye, so long." <laughs> Everyone knows when you fly through the window, you got to run off now. That's just the rule of fighting. I'm, I'm a, I'm a gentleman. Bye. And he runs off, and he he finds a. Uh, he finds Michonne and she's chopping some dude's head off and she starts chopping the shit out of him. She thinks all of them are dead. And then she's like, he's like, Whoa, what the fuck? Calm the fuck down, bitch. And then they get together and they run down in the sewer and they start looking around and in the distance you see like, you see like someone with long hair holding up someone with blonde hair. And I'm like, I bet it's a bit like a false lead, like a, like a, like a, like a lady with a, with a doll or something like that. And, Cause it's all silhouettes. You can not really see much. You can, you can kind of tell the hair color. It's really about it. And uh, they start walking down, and then uh, and then they they see Rick starts looking at everybody's faces, and nobody looks at him. And when they do, I expect everybody to be like, "Rick, he's back," not thinking he's only gone and gone for like a day or two. But no, they're like, uh, "Fuck this!" They're all like lost again. They all is lost moment. And then we see everybody, and then fucking Eugene. They show Eugene's face. I'm like, "Wait, is fucking Eugene in the sewer with them?" After they blame. 
Every, basically, everybody in this episode blamed how the Savers got out on Eugene. They didn't really say how Eugene did it. They're just saying now that it's Eugene's fault. And it seemed like to me it was completely Daryl's fault because Daryl's the one that drove the truck in there and let the zombies in. They cleared them out. And then the Saviors fled and got out of the building. And remember earlier how many times I said, go ahead and kill Daryl because I don't care about him as a character anymore. Again, love the fucking actor, Norman Reedus. Don't get me wrong at all, Norman, if you're listening to this. Don't get me wrong, Norman. Uh, I'm not really that sensitive. I, I don't fucking care if you're listening, Norman. I, I love you as an actor. I just, your your character is nonsense. It's it's unnecessary. They're not giving you any screen time. They're not giving you any meaningful dialogue. You're grunting out dialogue because they don't give you lines. And you're not communicating with other human beings. And you're not using reason at this point. You decided to crash a fucking truck into the building to kill them all. But it ended up, again, if, if they would have killed you earlier, this would all be avoided. And then the savers would still be trapped in there. And then Rick would still have his plan going. Trash people wouldn't have fled. Fucking Carl wouldn't got bitten. Because that's what fucking happens. Carl's there and he's like, hey, dad, by the way, got bit. Happened once I was fleeing. Save this guy. And that one guy you saved earlier is there. So Carl's bitten. He's once bitten, but he's only he's only once shy, though. He's he's not twice shy. This is this is the little Ricky Grimes way. Can you feel me abandoning abandoning a, a joke a bit? Because this is me pulling away, just like Daryl from the show, just backing away. Hopefully, they don't notice me exiting. Goodbye. I'm heading out the door here. Arrgh, I'm still on the show. Don't worry. Arrgh. Just running away quickly. Good God. I, they reveal Carl getting bitten as if it were Neil. They put more emphasis on Neil dying than they did with Carl revealing his bite. And he's like, by the way, Dad, this happened. And Rick's just like, oh, no. <clears throat> Oh yeah, when you when you when you get bit, you die here. Oh fuck! I'm sorry, son. I forgot. <laughs> oh, we're gonna look back on this and laugh. Oh shit! No, I, I guess only I will look back on this and laugh. <laughs> oh man! Oh, what a crazy, crazy Walking Dead world. <laughs> oh man! Oh, we're stuck in a sewer. That sucks. Anyway, what else we got going on? We got like board games in here because I am bored. <laughs> Oh, yeah, cover that up because it's gross looking. I don't want to see that anymore, son. Go ahead and cover it up and we'll pretend like it doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, and then the, and the camera fades out. And then I was like, what a fucking lame spot to fade out on. Do it when he's like, when you see like a patch of blood through Carl's shirt and then Rick's like, what happened? And that's when you fade out. Not when you see the stupid little fucking terrible looking. It looks like they put like the most... Uh, like when you hold out vampire fangs and cut off the fangs part, so it's just like those teeth. And then if you just press that against him and you, you dipped it in red ink and then press it against him, that's what it fucking looks like. It looks so goddamn fake. And not faking like a, oh, that looks bad way, but ba- faking like a, is that what you think bite marks would look? It's so like spread out. Like the jaw is separated. They, get big, they got bit by like a human anaconda. Like it, the the human's jaw just dislocated when he tried to bite Carl's ribs. I didn't fucking get it. I didn't fucking care. That's the biggest problem with this with this episode. It was decently uh, paced. Like I always complain about the pacing. This episode does it really well, but I didn't fucking care when Carl got bitten. That's fucked up. Shouldn't I care? 
I mean, I stated before, I'm probably not going to care when any main character dies. And, and here I am, and, and it turns out I was right, and I, and I wish I weren't. I really wish I cared. They did this death or, or set up for a death in such a piss-poor manner that they revealed it at the beginning. Not in like a, this is, this is what happened, but in like a, hey, fans, don't, don't be surprised for later when Carl dies. <laughs> don't hate us. Please don't hate us. Instead of just fucking doing it. What happened to the days when you pretend killed Glenn? That was fucking ballsy. That really was. And, and it was a false flag. I get it. That was fine. But you fucking did it. You didn't go, hey, hey, Glenn, it sure would suck if we lost you. Yeah, we move on. There's got to be a better way. This is sure how it's got to be. Uh, fucking stupid. Fucking terrible ending. And the next episode is going to, like... We're not going to focus on this at all for a moment. Or they'll go right into it. I don't fucking care either way. My guess is they'll focus on something else for five minutes. And then they'll get into this. And then Carl's going to die. Who fucking cares? Fuck Carl. I hope he gets taken out some other way. I hope he doesn't succumb to this fucking virus thing and die slowly. So we have to sit there and fucking watch Rick for a whole fucking episode while he cries and Michonne cries and everybody fucking cries. And we got to watch this fucking one-eyed teenager goddamn die. And I don't want to do it. I don't want to milk the fucking episode. I fucking know they're fucking gonna because that's what they fucking do. I'm getting angry. Again, my back pain is, is acting up right now. The whiskey is doing nothing to it. This Crown crown Royal Rumble is doing nothing for it. Uh, am, I, am I still in the air? What the fuck's going on? Am I still doing this? Am I really? Guys, this is my 114th episode of talking about the fucking Walking Dead or one of its subsidiaries, like the comic and the the goddamn Fear the Walking Dead. I can't believe it's been going on this long. This is this is season four, episode three. If you're following along on following along on IMDb, four years. I can't believe it. What the fuck? Four years of this. Four years of Twilight Zone review. It's insane. Uh, uh, what am I doing with my life? Uh, guys, go to LAWstudios.com. I just revamped the website. Please fucking go there and appreciate it. Stare at my beauty. Masturbate to it. Loitering in Wonderland. Loitering in, not on. Uh, loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. I I spaced out there. YouTube.com slash loitering in Wonderland. What the fuck am I doing? Oh my God. My, my, my brain is gone right now. Go there, check it out, fucking rate and review on iTunes. I'd appreciate it. Seriously, please please do it. Please rate and review on iTunes. Share with a friend who's who's clinging to their last shred of Walking Dead-isms. Uh, Walking Dead fandom, whatever you want to call it. Whoever, if you know somebody who's like super into The Walking Dead, please share this with them so they can they can hear my, my ranting. If you know someone who is giving up on it or gave up on it, have them listen to this because they'll still get they'll still get to listen to the plot of the show, but with like an angry, negative man's uh, commentary alongside of it, or, or not, not alongside at all, in, in replace of it. Because Frank, I know the guy I do uh, the Twilight Zone show and the podcast podcast with, he doesn't watch the show anymore, and I kind of am envious of him. I almost wish he would do this show so I could just listen to this and not have to fucking watch the fucking show. <sighs> It's terrible. It's a terrible show, guys. It's it's, it's a torture at this point. Oh, it's torture. The comics are amazing. Go go read the comics if you're if you're done with the show. Go read the comics. They're worthwhile. Robert Kirkman's a great writer, but I mean, the comics are a lot easier. Here's the problem with the TV show: it has great great characters. 
please write for them in the appropriate manner. Pace your fucking show better. And then the show could be as good as the comic, but no, they're trying to save money for nothing. And and go down the 12 episodes, get rid of the Eugene episode, get rid of the terror episode, get rid of two other episodes. I can I can easily point out four episodes you can cut out. Do fucking 12 a season, you goddamn asshole. Seriously, be so easy. The show would be so much better. You wouldn't be losing fans so quickly. <sighs> Until next time. And in the meantime, I'll be an angry Phoenix West. So long. So long the remaining pieces of me loving The Walking Dead. <laughs> it's faded like my dog's vision. <laughs> so long, citizens. <laughs>